Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, Episodes 1 and 2. Hey there, my name is Nate, and this is our spoiler-free review for the first two episodes of The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, which both hit Disney Plus on February 23rd. Uh, Big thanks to Disney Plus Canada for getting us these episodes in advance for us to review. Now, please join me in welcoming my co-host to the podcast. He's like the Zoe of our group, and when he laughs, he's definitely louder and prouder. He's... (laughs) Justin Lawrence. I, I take that as a compliment. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. You felt probably the <laughs> loudest laugh. Anybody who's listened to our podcast who's ever had to turn the volume down when Justin's laughing. For sure. But then uh, have to turn it up at other parts when I talk. I, I totally get it. It's <laughs> uh, As an editor, as had the one that has to edit it, I understand your frustration with my voice. <laughs> He's going and changing the levels. <laughs> How's it going, man? What a, what a day it is to be a fan of animation, eh? Like I know. It's you been... know, we just reviewed Cuphead. Yeah. We got that insane trailer for Chip and Dale. Yes, yeah, that just looks yeah. absolutely nuts. Looks also like the next generation of of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, if you will. And then we have this lovely series. Yeah, this this was uh, another one of those surprising delights. It, it, you know, we've we've been on on a sort of conversation about you know these reboots and are they really necessary? And I, I got to say, I think this one is necessary. This one is a good, is a good reboot to, to be bringing back. Yeah. Well, listen, before we get in trouble for forgetting to clean Sugar Mama's dentures again, let me spill the tea on what we're about to discuss. Uh, created by executive producer Bruce W. Smith, along with Ralph Farquhar, uh, a continuation of the acclaimed series The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, follows the adventures and misadventures of newly 14-year-old Penny Proud and her proud family as they navigate modern life with hilarity and heart the 2020s bring new career highs for mom trudy wilder dreams for dad oscar and new challenges for penny including a socially woke neighbor who thinks she has a lot to teach her uh, bullying social media influencers who want to cancel her and her own teenage freaking hormones um, <laughs> uh, penny's friends return including dijanae la cienega zoe and michael uh, and Penny's sugar mama also returns, ready as ever to dispense some tough love or a gentle hand whenever Penny needs it. Among the new faces are Maya and KG, new kids who not only have to deal with the struggles of being the new kid on the block, uh, but also having two dads, a first for Smithville. Mm-hmm. Um, the show stars Kyla Pratt, Tommy Davidson, Paula Jai Parker, Joe Marie Payton, Cedric the Entertainer, Karen Molina White, Elisa Reyes, Salil Moon Fry, and they are all returning from the original series, uh, which we'll get into why that's so dope uh, soon. Uh, and joining the cast for the series, we have Kiki Palmer, Billy Porter, Zachary Quinto, mm-hmm. uh, artist Abugi Dubois, uh, Asante Black, and E.J. Johnson. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we before we dive into, you know, I mentioned the original cast is coming back. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the original series, Justin, what was your experience like before we dive in? Let's just talk about, you know, what was your experience like growing up and, and watching uh, The Proud Family when you were maybe a little younger? Well, uh, this was 2001. So at this point, I probably wasn't really watching this kind of cartoon show. But my sister and my cousin were actually fans of it. And the times that they would find it on TV, if I did 
by chance catch an episode with them. You know, one thing that stood out to me was obviously you have an all black family. Yep. As as the center point of of an animated show, and also like it just felt very Fresh Prince of Bel Air to me. Like that was sure. my point of reference of really getting into it. But also like the moral lessons that came out of some of these episodes were, were pretty deep. Yeah, and definitely more, definitely more. Um, there was there was an honesty to the show. Yes, that kind of would. We, and I don't think it's something that I even noticed when I was little. No, like I'm sure you didn't notice that you were you you were feeling the way you felt when you watched right. some of these episodes. Um, and of course the show is also was also hilarious and also like super colorful. So colorful. like I, I just I remember like you said like I didn't seek out the show. I caught it caught me off uh you know kind of uh, I was maybe watching something else and then it came on and you know we we technically didn't have the Disney Channel um in Canada. Right. Uh, but I was lucky enough to to be blessed with satellite TV and so we were able to get it and honestly anytime I tuned into the Disney Channel um, it felt like premium TV to me as a kid. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, this is like I love YTV. Don't get me wrong. I'll always, I'll always stand by YTV. But like this felt like, yeah, I'm, I'm this is new. This is fresh. This yeah. is exciting. This is something that as a Canadian, I, I maybe feel like I, I shouldn't get because it's only in America, right? Yeah. And so, um, getting to 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 see these shows was awesome. But the Proud Family. Yeah, man. It you know the music. I think the overall look, the use of colorful backgrounds, the way they would use different uh, colors and patterns mm-hmm. and textures. Um, and I gotta say, for me though, the highlights. Obviously, you know, obviously we talked about the idea of understanding the messages that were coming across. But the highlights for me were were Sugar Mama mm-hmm. and Uncle Bobby. Like the way he would just sing yeah. everything yeah. was just <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Cedric the Entertainer and. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. And I'm, I'm stoked to see that they've, they've really kept pretty much like literally everything we've just said in this continuation, right. Uh, for the show. Yeah. Right. And so speaking of that musical theme, the updated theme song, what did yeah. you think? Yeah. Look, I, I liked the original song, you know, it, it was, uh, it was, it was Destiny's Child, right? It was Destiny's Child and, and who else? Yeah. It was Destiny's Child and Solange Knowles. And Solange Knowles. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah I think that this feels like it's updated fresh and new for a new time so i'm glad that they did something new rather than just you know kind of uh, adhering to maybe again fan service and and trying to bring that song over they they really looked at this as an opportunity to you know from the ground up re- sort of reinvigorate new life into the series and the theme song was definitely one of those things yeah man i i, I literally i think i the the moment after i watched the first episode i called you called me or i called you or something like that and i was just like justin this updated theme song has got me hyped. Yeah, yeah. Like it's pure nostalgia. It, that's really the best way to put it. And obviously, in a year with Spider-Man: No Way Home and and kind of uh, you know some of these other you know shows that are playing off of fan service and things like that. You're right. right. Like they could have gone the route of just focusing fully on maybe just bringing back the the song, but they they updated and it you know hearing uh, Kirk Farquhar's original lyrics. Um, Joyce Rice is the one who's singing uh, in this one, and she she captures it perfectly like she like she takes the baton from destiny's child and uh, solange knowles in a way that i think would obviously make them really proud and oh, I, I um i wouldn't doubt that they wouldn't be proud right? because it's a whole new, right? it's a whole new reimagination of the, of it so and it captures i think it captures literally the spirit of what exactly. they're doing with this show yes. it's fresh nostalgic all at the same time yeah um and i think that also has a lot to do with the visuals and the look of the show i mean I, I mentioned the use of color in the original, and that's definitely here too. Um, I think there's 
you know, I think I, I loved in the original, like there was like a ton of sort of random colors used in the background. There would be patterns, pieces, a lot of too. bright colors, different yeah. patterns. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They would, re- they would like, layer, um, they would layer like just like, you know, prints and stuff like that as like sort of background wallpapers and stuff like you know they just they there was this this play with with patterns mixing with colors and the style really embodied a sort of proud aesthetic like it was just very very colorful very bold and it's crazy like i i watched i checked out a few of the episodes after watching these two episodes of the original and like yeah again looked awesome at the time it's it's definitely aged a little bit right like it's definitely got animation um, is you know it's, it's jumped uh, yeah. huge, right? Yeah. But and but the cool thing is, is yeah, they still the the core competencies of what gave the show its style. Yeah, this show, this new series, definitely does, and it updates it. And so, yeah, some of the parts look, uh, you know, painted. Yeah. And then there's way that, like, I love how they do texture of the hair. Yeah, like in just using like almost this sort of chalk drawing yep. aesthetic look to it, and it's just cool how they can blend it with the hard smooth lines on the characters themselves. Yeah. And they think that's a, a big point is, is they've definitely updated sort of the, the how fluid it looks. Sure. I mean, it's maybe it's less that they updated and more the fact that we're just watching an animated show in 2022. I think, I, I think that's, that's, that's a hundred percent it given the time period, you know, animation has evolved. Like even when you look at things like Futurama from way back when, and how many times yeah. it's been updated and reiterated. And now these new HD episodes, there's just, there's better technology. And, and I feel like, you know, what we're going to be regurgitating a lot through this this review is that there's just such a nice balance between the old and new right mm-hmm. like we are seeing the benefits of new technology and new animation and and new looks but there's still that core uh visual style that is very proud family that still and that's resonates and it, in it. yeah and it and like that's what set it apart then and it's what sets so, it apart yeah, now yeah. And it's integral to these characters as well. Yep. I think style and fashion yep. and um, kind of, you know, owning owning your own sort of identity. self uh, yeah. and identity is yeah. Im- really important to these characters. And it's kind of proven almost immediately in the in the first episode. Um, and, and, you know, it's it's really cool. We see these sort of we see these characters grow up. And are are they're they're grown up a little bit more now. It's a little strange. I will say it's a little bit strange because um the movie she was in the movie she was 15 and she turned 16 in the movie and here she's 14 again so i don't know if maybe they're just not treating the movie as like official canon <laughs> in the in the proud oh, proud of her know that no. um yeah man i i uh definitely recommend kind of going back watching a few of the the older episodes the movie is it's interesting um it's a little strange i actually like didn't watch the whole thing and just like ran to the tail end cuz I, I just wanted to see where did we last literally leave penny and her family and it's uh, it's really, um, I mean, you can you can tell it's a movie from two thousand five. Sure, <laughs> it's got some really sort of strange stuff, and I think that's kind of the cool thing about this show as well is that even though the characters have grown up and it's grown up, it's not afraid to kind of get a little wacky and wild and 100%. and silly at times. And uh, even in this show, um, there's going to be some moments where it's it it sort of they they. They, they go a little bit extra imaginative with it, and that's part of the fun of the show. It's got some, you know, a certain sense of magical and obviously disbelief that you have to have, but it's it's also paired with these sometimes moral stories that are, are built into them. Yeah, it embraces, um, it embraces the fact yeah. that it's an animated show, 
Yes. Because it can, it can kind of, again, sus- suspend disbelief. It can have a little bit more fun and be tongue-in-cheek with how it gets to, you know, the conclusion of these stories. But at the heart of these stories, at least for these first two episodes, there was actually like a real moral lesson that, that you can take away and that, that is actually good to be you know, imparting on kids. Well, that's kind of where I want to go go next, right? Like this, like this review is going to be a little bit different for us because we only got the first two episodes to review. So, um, you know, we don't really want to spoil too much. But you know, obviously, Penny, uh, like you know, the show has grown up, as we said, and it's welcoming back an older generation, but at the same time, like a brand new one. We're mm-hmm. bringing in new people into this show. So, Justin, what do you think of the direction based off these two episodes the show is taking uh, here in twenty twenty two? I think I think it really does continue with where the proud family left us. Like again, not having really sat down and watched all the episodes previously, but knowing that the significance that this show had as being, you know, an all black family that, you know, talked about cultural acceptance in their episodes and talked mm-hmm. about classism, you know, they had these topics that were very, very dense and very, you know, non-kid show friendly if you will but they're deciding to talk about this back in 2002 and 2005 you know like they have these episodes and here you know we're being reintroduced to a new version of the proud family yet they're still talking about right now currently what kids need to hear about about their lives right the first episode is is very much about identity and the second episode is, 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 in my opinion, is about compassion and forgiveness um, yeah. and, and, you know, b- having empathy. And I think that these those just just those two themes are so relevant right now uh, in mainstream society uh, that, you know, again, to, to layer that into a kid's show and to impart some wisdom with that. And, you know, as you were saying, you know have liberties and go extreme and be really wacky but at the core come back to these very you know again as you said honest themes and honest topics i think that this is why the show has been you know reignited and re-engaged is because it does have the power to deliver uh you know impactful messaging yeah man and and like one i think one of the impactful messages that i think it does such a good job with and it did back then as well um, that I didn't understand, I didn't quite get until kind of looking back at it now, is the idea of friend groups and the idea that your friends are going to be your friends even if you do get into fights with them or even if you don't fully agree with them. And I think the you know the original really did a great job of highlighting that. You can sort of see them playing a little bit with that with some of these characters in the in these two episodes. And, uh, you know, we're just we were I think when I was little, you know, we were used to just seeing those groups of friends that like they were just always happy with each other or they were always just maybe they were trying to help each other out. But here it's a much more realistic depiction. Yeah, you're not always going to agree friendship. with them. Yeah, you're not always going <laughs> to agree with them. I think I think, again, I think this show seems to really go for the more honest approach. Yeah. And it's and I love how, yeah, the entire cast is back and just how easily they slip right back into these characters and yeah man the show it's it's definitely louder and it's definitely prouder (laughs) right and i think and and that's a huge part of it you can tell that it's made by the right people to tell these stories and every decision is made to speak to kids of today right every single decision that they're they're making it's it's they're doing such a good job with sort of bringing enough back 
while making important changes. One that I really wanted to highlight um, is Michael Collins. Uh, the character of Michael Collins has grown up significantly mm-hmm. in this show, and he always had he always had like a non-conforming style and and outlook on life. Um, but in the original, he was kind of always sort of bullied or looked at as different or sometimes seen as like annoying. Whereas here, it's great to see not only is he flourishing, but he's celebrated for who he is. Mm-hmm. And it's I think he's I think in my mind, he's one of the best updates for the show. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Phil Lamar and, and what he did with the original character and that voice. Um, but E.J. Johnson, I think, is just it's 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 just giving a, a new perspective on this character that I think is really important um, just to see how they they blend the character into the the rest of the group. Right, exactly. And again, having a core theme of identity, I think it's very relevant that they made that pivot with the character. Yeah, man. And and you have to like I think the 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 interesting part too is like I didn't grow up around people um, you know, like Michael Collins. I didn't. I uh, with my family and and where we are. And now that I'm I'm I've grown up and I've moved out into the world and I'm working. I have tons of friends uh, who who are just like Michael. And honestly, it's it's one of those things where kids today. It's just one of those things where we we do see a lot more acceptance. And so for that to be imbued into television, because I think television is you know it's such a big part of our lives when we were kids well, and it did sort of yeah. give us sort of the direction as to like how to it it does have a about. lasting impression <laughs> television does yeah to see a show like this a kids show that is going to embrace this it is ingraining yeah. it as a normality it is talking yeah. about the fact that and it's putting it at the forefront that it doesn't need to necessarily you know be a, a centered conversation it is normal therefore yeah. the new generation of kids who might not have people teaching them about this they're learning about it and they're seeing it it's really great like again like you said this the show is just louder and prouder in so many different ways and i think uh another key character that's um an update for the show and and new to penny's life is uh, kiki palmer's character maya uh and i wanted to kind of highlight her you know not only is she joining the group but she's challenging penny along the way and i don't know man she's awesome she she's she's you know, her character strives to be socially woke, and I think she's going to be what brings uh, to that, you know, to the to the rest of the girls really what I think is going to be like the driving force behind a lot of the messaging 100%. and a lot of their growing up yeah. uh, is going to kind of come from her character in the show going forward. But I also think it's going to be a balance. This overly woke character might be reminded that not everything is is also bad do you know what i mean uh sure with this this companionship that she forms with with the group of girls i think that the addition of this new character really does highlight the bold new fresh take that this series is taking by you know adding a character that is very today very uh outspoken uh has very firm beliefs and you put her in this existing group of friends who are already still trying to navigate, you know, high school life. It creates uh, an interesting dynamic because I mean, she definitely disrupts, you know, sort of Penny. Penny uh, meeting her is very. They don't. They do not get along uh, right away, and so I think that's almost uh, an allegory for literally what she's bringing to the show mm-hmm. in the sense of. You know, Penny. Penny. Penny has her her way about her. She yep. has. She's like, I'm, I've always been loved and liked, and and now you're you. Why why don't you like me? And so, um, I think the show is going to do a really good job uh, with that, and I'm excited to see where they go. 
Um, so yeah, I think, you know, with only two episodes, uh, it's tough to give a really like an actual rating on the show. So instead, uh, Justin, I mean, I think <laughs> anyone who's listened on to the show, uh, or listened to this episode up until now would probably know, but the old would ya, uh, I just really want to end with asking, would you recommend this to folks who grew up with the proud family? Yeah, I would say so. I think that if you're, were a fan of the original series, you'll definitely love this series uh it continues the vibe again we, we've said it so much here the nostalgia really does hit with this series but what you do what you do see but what you do see is a new modernization of of the proud family and a new direction but it also it creates new dialogue around relevant topics that are today and in the most honest way so yeah i 100 percent believe that if if you were a fan of that show as a kid, and maybe you have your own kids now. Yeah, um, this I is think a perfect way I, to bring I think it this to is them. the perfect uh, show for you to introduce them to. I'm looking forward to seeing what else this show, what other topics this show decides to kind of put at the forefront. So I'll, I'll definitely be checking it out more because this feels more purposeful than just a kid's show. Yeah, hundred percent. And and you know, it's interesting. We kind of uh, again, we recently covered uh, the the Netflix's. Uh, the Cuphead show, and I think there was a. Uh, it had a lot of wonderful style, had a lot of amazing visuals, phenomenal music. Obviously, it's a very different show than what this is trying to achieve. Um, but it's that that sort of moral center that we can really find, uh, especially in animation, that I think the show is is going to focus on. So yeah, I would definitely recommend it to fans of the original to check out. But honestly, even if you've never seen an episode of the original series, yeah, there you go. Go back, watch a yeah. few episodes. It's on Disney Plus. One hundred percent. Get get your bearings and then you could easily easily jump into this updated version i think these two episodes do a really fantastic job of picking up where penny and her friends left off um and it's honestly it's a really fun and it's a funny show we didn't even talk about the the comedy in the show again it it does things where you just sort of are are caught off guard um at at times again a lot of it has to do with that sort of uh, magical nature of the fact that it's an animated show and they can do things that you have to suspend your disbelief for the fact that Oscar has you know Mr. Chimps in the in the kitchen doing experiments uh, with them and stuff like that right exactly and and even just on the that topic right like I love how they kind of did the role change for uh, Oscar and Trudy you know Oscar is the stay-at-home dad and Trudy is is the the work mom is is the mom that works and and that just again is another modern fresh approach to you know this idea of identity and roles it's just so well done yeah man well i i think uh as far as these two episodes are concerned that's pretty much about all that we can we can say definitely we i think both of us agree just watch them again dropping on uh, february 23rd on disney plus with new episodes coming every wednesday is it yep that's right uh the first two episodes will drop february 23rd on disney plus and all new episodes will be dropping every wednesday all right well Listen, Justin. Um, I'm hearing. I'm hearing her in the background there. She's she's snoring and ready to go. We really got to get to scrubbing sugar mama's teeth. So, uh, <laughs> so that's it for our spoiler free review of the Proud Family. Louder and prouder. Episodes one and two. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, feel free to leave a five star review. And if you want to write into the show with your thoughts uh, on these first two episodes once you've seen them, or your experiences with the original Proud Family show, well, listen. I'm gonna yell just like Oscar over to Justin. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> to have him tell you how you can reach us. Uh, they can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's 
wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. But if that's too 2005 for you, then you could tweet us at geekcentricyt or hit us up on Instagram at wearegeekcentric. Yeah, man. Uh, and I, I think that's the other aspect of the show that technology, especially in these first two episodes, really oh, yeah. uh, changes things. Right. Yeah. And and it, you can totally see how it's embedded in in Penny's life and the other and the other kids. So um, I'm sure I'm sure they would definitely reach out to us on Twitter. I uh, hope so. Easily, if they yeah. have Twitter. I don't know if they call it Twitter in the, no, in it's the, hologram. In the universe. Of... <laughs> oh, it is called hologram, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, keep in mind, we also have a ton of other episodes covering the latest movies and shows out now. With our most recent watch club for The Book of Boba Fett now finished, we are looking ahead and getting pretty stoked for Moon Knight coming up, which we'll be doing another watch club for. And like I said at the top of the show, if you love animation, we also dropped our recent review for Netflix's The Cuphead Show, which you can check out right now. Also, you can expect our weekly news show called This Week in Geek every single Wednesday. So after you watch an episode of uh, The Proud Family Louder and Prouder, you can <laughs> listen to our thoughts on the latest in, uh, trailers and news from around the Geekiverse. Uh, and uh, with our latest episode, we actually covered the massive drop of trailers that hit us uh, over the Super Bowl weekend. Uh, and we talk about, I mean, I think the biggest thing, the 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 Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer, yeah. uh, where I think Justin and I just kind of went off on that, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, uh, so go give those episodes a listen. Justin, thank you so much for joining me for this spoiler-free review. And as we say, love ya. Peace.